Hello, everybody. I have COVID. Mm, I'm so sorry about that. This is Lauren. And this is Layla. And welcome to Soul Sisters. Yes, I... (laughs) It's... I'm not doing well. I'll be honest. I... This is not a fun... This is bad. (laughs) I'm having all the all the symptoms, so that's unfortunate. Um, yeah. But um, it was just an unfortunate. I want to I want to make it very clear. I've been social distancing, and taking all the precaution, and it's a pandemic, and sometimes things happen. I suppose I have no idea how this happened, but yeah. Anyway, everybody stay safe. Social distance. This is I'm not having any fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had to cancel. We were supposed to record this like four days ago five days ago and then we rescheduled it and then we rescheduled it again and we almost rescheduled it again so <laughs> but I was like no Lauren I don't care we're doing this we need to get it done so anyway here we are and here it is here's the episode <laughs> here's the episode um today we thought we would talk to you guys about books I would say that books is kind of this was the start of our friendship um, was just hanging out and talking about the books that we had in common and that yeah. we enjoyed. I wouldn't disagree with that. I definitely think that like young adult dystopian fiction was, is my favorite thing about being alive. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we definitely like, especially when we were younger, that was like, mm-hmm. I mean, we had more time to read. So we read a lot and we read yeah. all the same books and we liked all the same books. Um, as we've gotten a bit older, I feel like our tastes have distinguished themselves a bit more, which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, no, I think our the foundation of our friendship is undoubtedly just reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I thought it'd be fun if we just uh, took an episode to break down a couple books that we wanted to recommend and review. Um, so we will each be sharing our current read or our most recent book that we've read and then our all-time favorite would recommend to anyone we pass on the street um favorite book so let's get started let's let's get down to business to defeat the huns (laughs) um what is your what's your most recently read book lauren yeah so the book i'm reading right now is called the subtle art of not giving a frick by Mark Manson. So um, Carry on. <laughs> we just had took a brief pause because Layla made fun of me for censoring the title of the book. I, I, but... I would like to specify, I'd like to defend myself against this slander. I did not make fun. <laughs> I merely <laughs> laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this is a self-help book that was popular a couple years ago. I knew a lot of people that had read it. And my mom like bought it for me. Honestly, you know what it probably was? I bet you this was circulating freshman year of college when I was like going through it. And my mom was like, oh, she needs self-help. And she sent me this book and I just never got around to reading it. Um, I didn't read a ton of books uh, when I first started in college. And it's something I've kind of um, made myself start a habit of again, because I really enjoy it when I do. But anyway, so I've had this one for a couple years and just finally got around to reading it. And I love it. I am not a huge self-help book fan. 
I don't know, but maybe it's because I've been in therapy for so many years that a lot of them seem like redundant or obvious. But this one, I feel like every time I finish reading a chapter, I'm like, man, I've never thought of it that way. Mm. Um, and so the title is kind of misleading. I, I don't know. I'm not done with the book. So maybe it becomes more prevalent in the later chapters. But the thing I love about it is it's, it's kind of like life is not happy all the time. And the sooner you accept that, the sooner you can move on. Mm. Um, and it, there's just this really interesting line in it where he's like, somebody who is actually happy does not have to stand in front of the mirror every morning and tell themselves that they're happy. And I thought that was a really interesting, I'm not saying that's like right or wrong. I know that's like a thing that like people do that like therapists suggest. Yeah, like manifestation. Yeah, but, but I was also like, huh. Um, I don't know, just like gave me something to think about. And so it's just, it's just kind of like, it is impossible to be positive 100% of the time. It is not realistic. You're not going to get the things done that you need to, if you are pretending to be okay all the time, because you're not. And like, that's just life and life just sucks. And, um, that's actually, um, draws from like Buddhist philosophy a little bit is that idea that like everything sucks <laughs> and like you you know that you just have to learn to work with what you've got so yeah I am quite enjoying that book I'm very I've already started classes again so I've been very busy and it just sits on my nightstand and taunts me because I have not had the time to read it but um it's a good one as far as self-help book goes I it's it's a fresh perspective I feel like so I'm quite enjoying it so far have you read a lot of self-help books? Um, no. So maybe I'm biased. I've probably read like two or three others. There's this one in particular that I read and I'm not going to name it because I'm not trying to trash the book or the author or anything. It just didn't work for me. But I, I just feel like I read the whole thing and I was like, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It just, it, again, it didn't tell me anything I didn't already know and maybe that's because my therapist already told it to me years mm -hmm. ago um but yeah I don't know I like yeah. this one that is I'm I'm glad you're getting some help <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're pursuing some self-help yeah um I I I really don't enjoy reading self-help books mm -hmm. um unfortunately I feel like I would probably my, my life would be better if I did enjoy them yeah. but I just I'll, I'll get them as you know like presents and stuff from people I feel like it's a pretty common thing especially mm -hmm. the ones that have kind of like spicy titles like people think that's <laughs> yeah. funny right yeah um, and I end up just using them as coffee table books because it's just not kind of I don't mm -hmm. know I, I just can't mm -hmm. it's just not as compelling well, let me to tell me, you but, I mm -hmm follow Jen M on YouTube mm. and she does like book review videos not mm -hmm. infrequently and reads a lot of uh, kind of ranging from like self-help to like nonfiction isn't the right word but like not fiction <laughs> like mm. like just like books about like things in life and subjects and um but she just like learns so much all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, like I want to do that. I want to be like self-educating. And yeah. so I'm like trying to make an effort to, to add more, um, 
again, I don't even know what you what that category would be called. Um, is it like, are are they educational books? Are they books on like? It's like, like give me I, an example of a title. Yeah. Or so like, I went to oh my god, I went to the the book used bookstore mm-hmm. the other day, and I bought so many freaking books. And so I went to the education. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, again, I didn't remember what what the sticker on the shelf was called, but so I got one called um, <laughs> I got one called like Angry White Men, mm-hmm. um, and it like looks into like why white so many white men like are feel as entitled as they are and like the the societal um environment that led to that I got one oh I got one called um the omnivores dilemma about Mm. um plant-based eating which I'm very Mm. excited to read so that kind of thing do you know what I mean like I I I don't know what that's considered no I think that's entirely educational I think that we have we definitely haven't like in a lot of ways, I feel like students, especially adopt a negative connotation towards the term educational and because it's just, it surrounds so much of our life. And it's like, (laughs) uh, and and, and it honestly is like a stressful thing. Like academics is a lot. Um, when you're a full-time student for many students, um, but I would totally classify those as, as educational reads. Um, and they sound really interesting. So Layla, why don't you tell me about your most recent read? Lauren, I would love to. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, my most recent, my most recent read, I actually, I, this is not my most recent read, but I, I, I'd rather talk about this than anything. <laughs> Valid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my second most recent read. Um, okay. It is called Legendborn by Tracy D. Non. That's, I, I'm not entirely sure if I'm saying her last name right, but it's D-E-O-N-N. I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> um, okay. And it, it, it is a, it is a, it is a, like, YA fantasy Love it already. Novel, yeah. It takes <laughs> place. It takes place in modern day, um, and it uh, kind of revolves around the adventures of a early college student at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, which is my university. Oh, that's right. Um, I remember you yeah. telling me about this now. Yeah. So that's um, one of the reasons why I, I was like drawn to it, and I really wanted to read it, is because I was like, oh my gosh, like my school, and it is really fun. The entire book, you know she talks about running to like different spots on campus and describes them. And I've walked past those places on campus. Mm -hmm. And so that's really, really cool. Um, But basically the book is about, you know, this girl goes through a traumatic incident um, and she's just uh, built up some walls and it's, it's her realizing like what that means for her and like who she is now after this terrible thing has happened to her. And it's about growth and it's about, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, my COVID brain is really struggling. <laughs> it's, it's about, um, yeah, just like growth and development. Um, and it's kind of, I, I don't know if it's, not, I, I guess it's coming of age. Um, but it's also really fun because there is that element of magic. I'm trying not mm-hmm. to give any spoilers really hard as you can tell. Um, but yeah, she, there, there's some like kind of magical element and um, she explores that something that the book does really well is that um, it examines race, which is a topic that is really important to me, Mm -hmm. um, being a person of color. Um, 
the book was written by a black author and the main character is black as well um which it's great to read more books by people of color especially women of color of course um and it's it's so important to read books about protagonists that aren't white especially in the genre of like young adult I feel like there's not that many um and the book examines race through her viewpoint and what it means especially in this like magical world um and again I'm not trying to give spoilers so I'm not really going to explain what I mean by that but it's really 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 well written and well thought out and it pulls on history um in a in a very like I I I learned so much reading that book Mm -hmm. um because I don't I I don't know that perspective um of what it means to be a black woman in America so I feel like that you know some education in its own Mm -hmm. right um even though the book is about like magic yeah that's the best when they trick you into learning something and you just think you're gonna read about like fairies and stuff (laughs) well it wasn't even like a trick it was just I know I know the reality of of being a person of color whatever Mm -hmm. the color Mm -hmm. is that you have a very unique viewpoint and and the way you live your life is is kind of formed and framed by yeah color in a lot of ways not in all the ways but in a lot of ways um anyway so yeah that's kind of a brief synopsis without telling you any of the good stuff yeah (laughs) but no it's a phenomenal read and I would really recommend it to anyone who likes young adult um and likes fantasy I'm normally not a fantasy reader I really prefer Mm -hmm. like sci-fi or like dystopia like something because I don't know sometimes I have a really hard time wrapping my mind around the fantasy especially when it's high fantasy if it's like light fantasy I'm like I can entirely get behind this wizards are real Harry Potter absolutely <laughs> exists you know what I mean yeah but when it's like when when it's really high fantasy there's like worlds they have a map in the back of the book I'm trying to remember where everything is I can't keep up but yeah. this was like a really manageable amount for me and I really enjoyed it I thought it was super fun yeah good cool love that okay Lauren what is uh your favorite book a favorite book that you would recommend to anyone regardless of season (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I had a couple ideas for this um because there's kind of like my favorite guilty pleasure books that I like take off the shelf and like reread certain scenes of all the time they're just like my like ride or dies But, but then if I'm like if I if there's like one book that I think is like the best book in the world that I would recommend every other person read. It's like, it's a different book. Do you know what I mean? Um, like I've got my feel good books and I've got my like this like hit hard books. Um, and so I um, decided to go with, with the second category there. I read over the summer, a book called um, What Girls Are Made Of. I remember by, this. Mm-hmm, by, this at the beach. <laughs> yeah, I was reading this at the beach. Um, it's by Ilana K. Arnold. Um, and this was another one. I had I did, I do this quite frequently. I'd picked it up and just didn't have the time to read it when I actually bought it. So it sat on my shelf for a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, I took it to the beach with us. And, um, you know, I feel like that's a good opener. The book opens I think I don't have the book with me it's at home and I'm so mad about it but I'm pretty sure like the first line of the book is when I was 14 my mom told me that there's no such thing as unconditional love and I remember reading that to you at the beach and you were like "Uh, Lauren do you mean conditional love and I was like no like that's what makes this so interesting like I've I feel like I've never read this perspective before and so um it's just 
I would say it's a coming of age book, right? It's about this girl named Nina who's in high school and it, it, nothing even necessarily happens. It's just her life. But at the same time, it's like so many things happen. Um, Cause you know, like growing up, like everything that happens is like the biggest thing at the time. And mm. um, so, you know, it explores, it explores boys. It explores friendships toxic parents dealing with school. Um, she volunteers at an animal shelter. Um, and so it's just all of these very mundane things, I guess, but the narration and like just the writing style was so like raw and honest to me that I was like, I finished that book in like 48 hours. I swear <laughs> it was so good. And it's like, it was just kind of like ugly. I don't know what other word to use to describe it, but it's like she authentic. had, yeah. And, and authentic in the way that it didn't um, sh- um, portray negative emotions badly. Like at one point she's jealous mm-hmm. and she's just unapologetic about it. And um reading some of the like thoughts that this main character girl has I was like oh my god like yeah like I feel that way and like I feel bad for thinking it but I do and I oh my god like I just felt so like seen and understood and um like I try not to be a bad person right everybody does but it's like at the end of the day like I always say you can't control your feelings but you can control your actions to the feelings. And so um, a big thing for me is like giving myself the space to feel how I feel and to not feel guilty about it. And this book was just kind of um, a part of, of that. Um, I feel like I'm rambling, um, but it just, oh, it was such a refreshing take on on a teenage girl. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, oh, it was I so good. That. I want to reread it already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love when you can read a book and you can actually like, like be like, yeah, with the main character. Cause I, yeah. I often read books and I, it's not that I dislike the main character, but I find the main character to traditionally be tasteless and boring because mm-hmm. the main character has to be just boring enough so that everyone reading it can project themselves onto them and mm-hmm. feel some sort of like akinness to them, mm-hmm. which means that they don't really have any distinguishable personality traits. So when I'm finally able to read a novel with a well-developed main character and I still identify with those well-developed, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, personality traits, that's like, that's phenomenal. Yeah. It's such a good Well, time. and the really interesting thing is like, honestly, me and this girl don't have a lot in common. Mm. She's like 16, I think, in the mm-hmm. book. I'm t- almost 21. Um, just she handles things very differently than I would have but just those like base instincts mm-hmm. and and just like feelings and struggles with growing up were exactly the same and I think in that way it was a very kind of just like uniting unifying book because I yeah. was like we all go through it you know and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's okay <laughs> and it's a part of growing up yeah with the the novel that I talked about I like had a similar thing with the main character in that book she like struggles with many of the things that I have struggled with in growing up mm-hmm. um 
I feel like if I had a coming of age novel, it'd be like a long one. Cause I feel like oh, maybe <laughs> that's like the reality of like actually coming of age is that like, yeah. you don't really stop coming of age. Yeah. Like, you constantly are learning about yourself and like what it means to be what an adult, whatever mm-hmm. that is. And, um, in the, in the novel, she explores like, like relationships with her family members that I, that are less than picturesque mm-hmm. um and not in a, in a negative way it's like she loves these people so much but it's also like she like there are some frustrations mm-hmm. and um it was nice to just see like a more like reality like a realistic mm-hmm. depiction of what it means to be a member of a family um and she explores race which again is something that they normally don't explore in these books and something that I've been dealing with for my entire life and so even though I didn't understand all of her struggle struggles with it I like definitely got got it mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. basis of it um and so that was really cool so yeah no I definitely had a similar experience and that's interesting that um we both liked those books so much and that's like part of the reason why yeah identify with yeah it was really interesting I was looking at some of the reviews for this book online last night because I wanted to make sure I wasn't like forgetting any big parts of the story and um a lot of them were like honestly kind of negative and they were like this book is so sad like I did not enjoy my time reading this and it's just so interesting because I I mean I wouldn't have described it as like a a happy you know happy-go-lucky story but at the same time I definitely came out of it feeling more like inspired and supported than just like sad um and so because again I think it was just like yeah it's it, it almost honestly going back to my self-help book like yeah things suck and like that that's just the way it is Lauren has just discovered nihilism is what she's trying to tell us all um just like normalizing that it's it's not okay all the time I don't know I I feel like I'm just talking myself in circles now but I think that everybody needs different things to feel assured and and that really helps some people and it's just Mm -hmm. the person who left that review it just that's not what they (laughs) need to feel reassured right yeah yeah. So Layla, what is your all-time favorite book? Thank you so much for asking. I'm really excited <laughs> to get into it. My all-time favorite book is The Book Thief by Marcus Susak. Um, this has been my favorite book since I was in eighth grade. So it's in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also just like part of my personality. I like fixate on these elements that I hold on to forever because I'm a very fixed person. But um I, yeah, no, so this book has been something that I've, like, held on to and kind of has shaped me as a person. Um, It takes place in Germany. Um, It takes place, Google says it takes place between 1939 and 1943 in, like, a fictional town in Germany, Um, and it details the story of this little girl um, who is just (laughs) struggling with (laughs) Nazi Germany and, and all the toils that are happening at that point in historical time um and it's just it's just a book of I mean hope that's that's like the main like thing that I get from that book um is that like it's there's so much like horror that happens um and then there's just this hope and this like underlying like precursor to it all and it's this thread throughout the whole book is just like just like hope and hope and hope and hope and it doesn't always pan out for all the characters um and that's reality too um but 
I, I don't know. It's just, it's a beautiful read. It is narrated by death, um, which is just, I mean, brilliant, I think, for for the characters and for the interactions we see of them. Uh, th- that, that was such a, like a, intelligent decision um to put the to put the novel through that like perspective um and one of my favorite things about it is just the writing style it is it is it it when you read it it is like drinking like a nice cup of like earl grey tea with like steamed almond milk and honey it is like the it goes down so smooth it's like uh, it's like home like I love th- those words th- it feels like poetry the whole thing feels like you're reading poetry and it's not poetry it's it's prose but it's just I mean it's just it's a work of art like I would describe that novel as like I put it I put it on display in a museum <laughs> it is beautiful um and it's it's very weird <laughs> because I don't normally like historical fiction um which this book is but it's it's just done so well that I, I I recommend this to to every single person I've ever met in my entire life ever, um, and I also recommend it to you. You should pick it up and read it. <laughs> yeah, it it's interesting because I had to read this book in middle school as well, mm. and maybe it's because it was a assignment for a book project for me, um, but I did not <laughs> like it anywhere near as much as you did. I also think there are a lot of books that and things that just they made us read in like elementary school middle school that I was just not old enough to understand yet Mm. like this is like unrelated but like white man's burden by Rudyard Kipling I did I was way too young to fully grasp what they were I also and I think that's why I hated poetry at such a young age because I was like this makes no sense to me and I never read that um, that's interesting I feel like how would you have read something and I wouldn't have? We went to know. the same middle school and high school. I don't know. Which, are teachers. you talking about White Man's Burden? or? Yeah, movie? I never read that. Oh, I think I read it in elementary school. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like, how was I supposed to? I was too young. Oh, um, anyways, so um, I think I just wasn't at a point in my life when I read it to appreciate um, good writing, to appreciate as complex a story as that one it was I just remember it being long and my project being due (laughs) and um but um I don't know like hearing you talk about it so passionately like I want to I want to pick it up again and reread it and seriously (laughs) I the first time I finished the novel I read it over winter break and I finished it on Christmas day and I sobbed because it ends very sadly. I mean, it's a tragedy, honestly. Um, <laughs> and I just like laid in my bed on Christmas Day and I cried for hours. And my family was like, let's go open presents. Like they don't understand what's happening with me. And I'm like, I just, I just read this book and, and it was a journey. Um, so yeah, definitely I would, I would caution you to be prepared for um, a story mm-hmm. narrated by death and about death. <laughs> um but it's yeah, it's such a good book if you're if you're um, emotionally ready to handle that in 2021. Yeah. Um, then I would it, recommend picking it up. It seems like a book that's more about like the journey than the ending, right? Because it's like a sad ending, but oh, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, no, it's uh, all it's the beautiful. way there. Yeah, yeah, lovely. 
All right. Well, <laughs> well yeah, I, I made us limit it to two books each because I know us and we both ramble much longer than we would like to admit. Um, so um, thank you so much for popping in and listening to us talk about books today. Um, again, let us know if you like this and we'll be sure to do it again in the future because we are always reading. Um, honestly, less so when the semester really gets going because we have school, mm-hmm. but definitely still reading. Um, mm-hmm. And we- also just we have a long history of reading. So mm-hmm. like I haven't read as much in the past year, but I have an entire bookshelf in my room <laughs> of just books I would love to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, shortage here. Absolutely. Um, before we finish this up, do you, I would love Lauren, I would love for you yeah. to let me know. What are we all thinking, though? Oh, God. Give me a second. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm not prepared. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, I have one, but it's weird. <laughs> okay, go for it. Yeah, tell Are you me. ready? Yeah. I've been arguing with my roommate about this all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Paralysis. We're all thinking it. But the chances that Army Hammer is actually a cannibal are just what? Not <laughs> high. I'm sorry, I hadn't heard anything about this. <laughs> I don't remember what we were doing, but we're sitting around and my roommate goes, um, like, have you seen like the allegations about Army Hammer? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, what? And my roommate's just like much more like, um, tapped into like celebrity gossip right mm. <laughs> she's like he's a cannibal <laughs> and I didn't laugh this is terrible <laughs> I just don't think it's true I just some of us are vegan <laughs> I just find it very hard to believe that in the 21st century a, an American celebrity is eating people. Yeah, I don't think it's probably true. <laughs> Do you but know I, what I mean? I also <laughs> hadn't heard of it, so I am a bit taken aback, I'll be honest. Apparently my roommate is on Army Hammer is a cannibal TikTok. I don't, I don't know. Um, but you know what? Okay, let me, let me edit my, my overview statement. I know we're all thinking it, but not everything you read on the internet about celebrities is true. Mm. Okay. That's a that's more succinct. That's a I bit think. that's a bit more um digestible, maybe yeah. like general populations. <laughs> I like it. Okay, well I know that we're all thinking <laughs> um oh I know. I know that we're all thinking that ginger ale is like phenomenal. Um, oh for sure. Yeah, my stomach has been not phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not phenomenal recently. Welcome to the club. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You know all about that. And um uh so my mom was like, oh yeah, if you drink ginger ale, like all your problems will be solved. And I had never really had it before until like a few months ago, um, when she initially told me this. And mm-hmm. I had it and I was like, wow, like this is so good. And it's like kind of sweet. And for some reason I thought it was gonna be bitter, but it isn't. It is great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, honestly, it just it's like kind of similar to Sprite. Do you know what I mean? Is it? I honestly don't oh. think I've ever had spray. <laughs> yeah, I would say it is. Um, mm, okay. Yeah. I don't personally use ginger ale for my stomach aches because I don't think the carbonation would sit mm. well with my 
issues but like just like as a drink ginger ale slaps <laughs> yeah no i think it's so tasty i have it. yeah okay guys um i think we're gonna wrap it up but our takeaway is go pick up a book this weekend yeah. or this week go pick up an old one or a new one and take some time to read learn something or or engage in a or, you know lose yourself in a story mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. some fun have some fun Alrighty. Till next time. Bye guys. I can't find the stop button. Oh my god. It's my COVID brain.